Rants, the only boys rewatch podcast torn between a dead Latin heartthrob and a superpowered hamster. I'm one of your hosts in Jack of All Trades Mono, and with me is my co-host and master of none, Kira. He's hamster. <laughs> we, we know which side you come down on then. Hamster, always the hamster. <laughs> you kidding me? Uh, yeah, no, that is pretty obvious. As as obvious as it was how upset I was about Alex. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry. You're ham- all about Jimmy. The hamster's going to win for me every time. The fact that he looked like about, like one of my old pet hamsters too. Yeah, as Butcher said, he's Ivan's problem now. Oh. He's loose. Fuck, they have a flying hamster zooming around Moscow. That's amazing. <laughs> yep. <gasps> Keep There's a up. hamster, and like, and and he's clearly got a taste for blood. Yep, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. <gasps> you can make like a little cape, and he's just zooming around. Do you, should we stop recording? You're gonna need a few minutes. I'm gonna probably. <laughs> <laughs> I just have this picture of the KGB now trying to like catch this super terrorist. That's a fucking hamster. Welcome back to Monorads, guys. <laughs> As usual, we will be breaking down the newest episode of The Boys in far too much detail, as evidenced by our immediate tangent. Today we're going to be talking Season 3, Episode 5, The Last Time to Look Upon This World of Lies. I'm glad you had to say that and I didn't. (laughs) Yeah, it's a... a, I mean, they have had some long titles, but... Yeah, what was it? Over the Hill with a Thousand Men? Over the Hill, Swords of a Thousand thousand men. Men. And here is your obligatory spoiler warning for the comics. Yes. Especially with the legend in today's episode. Yes, I'm going to be talking about the comic book version of the legend. So if you haven't read it, block your ears and go, la, 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 la. Yeah. (laughs) Or go and read it first and then come back. Yeah. That's always the better option. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The director for today's episode was Nelson Craig, who has done a whole bunch of stuff for Ryan Murphy, isn't it? American Horror Story. Yeah, he's primarily a cinematographer. All right. And has moved into directing. Cool, cool. And the writer was our favourite, Ellie Mannheim. And yeah, really, really fun episode again. Mm-hmm. Again, character heavy? Very character heavy, but this whole season is very character heavy because I oh, think yeah. we've had some explosions and stuff like that of individuals, but the story's more compelling than just watching people get mangled. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the actual, he... like, complete and utter, like, downfall of Homelander is so much fun yeah. to watch. I mean, and as as much fun as it is to see Kimiko ripping off faces and people exploding out of penises and all that gore and ridiculousness, the characters and the storylines are why we keep coming back episode oh, after I'm episode. Oh, I'm just there to watch Kimiko and Frenchie. But that's why we keep coming I, back. Like, it, hashtag not... kimchi. Like, <laughs> I'm all over that and that I want to see that. I think I slapped the crap out of you. Oh, yeah. When we were watching yeah, it. Yeah, it's still bruised. <laughs> Yeah, I'm all over that. I love but that. But it is it, it 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 is really a character heavy show. It um, is. It um, has become more so now like um season 1 was uh, this very is, much establishing. Yeah, it's like here you go. Here's like kind of the extremes they can go to. Season 2 was Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what I mean. And and the conspiracy and how yeah, deep yeah. it goes and this now has moved away. There is still gore, but they've moved away from that being kind of the primary focus. Well, I don't think it ever was the primary focus, but it was. It's the the, it, the cherry on top. Yeah. <laughs> to now it being the characters and being character-driven. Definitely. But shall we jump into a summary for the episode before we jump into details? Yes. Back from Russia and falling apart, the boys are reduced to just Butcher and his mini-me, Huey. But a soldier boy arrives in New York... Butcher forms an uneasy alliance with M.M. to track him down using an old Vought contact. 
Ashley gets a promotion, Deep fails upward, and A-Train gets more than he bargained for with an apology from Blue Hawk. And while Homelander plays businessman before having a chat with Maeve, Soldier Boy finally reunites with Crimson Countess, and Butcher pulls a Butcher. Butcher does pull a Butcher. Oh yeah, very much Butcher's completely but- <laughs> betraying M.M. at the end of the episode there. Yeah, Butcher Butcher reverts to uh, classic Butcher. He does. That's very much comic book Butcher. Oh, gotcha. Oh, that, that's the yeah. closest it's come to comic book Butcher, I think. Yeah, and I, I'm not going to go into specifics, but there's one thing that Butcher does against M.M. Well, there's one or two things that Butcher does against M.M. towards the end of the comics that are really, really fucking brutal. Mm. But this was right up there with them. Yeah, no, he, this is the closest he's come to being that complete and utter arsehole. Mm. And there's one or two other points where he's he really reminded me of Butcher in the comics mm-hmm. as well. But we'll we'll get onto that in due time because today we're going to go slightly different and cover the seven stuff first. Yes, because there's slightly less slightly less important stuff going on in the seven. Not less yeah, important, but, but like it's not as as we're gonna necessary talk. to the plot. We're going to talk about it less, so we'll go with yes. it first. <laughs> But uh, it starts off with your favourite. Oh my god, Ashley got a promotion. Who put her in that fucking suit? I suppose she was getting promoted to CEO. She had I'm, to assuming, I'm assuming Ashley put herself in, in that, that suit. suit. Yeah. But Homelander put her in that position. Oh, of course he did. Because the second she, like, when she's when she humbly accepts the nomination, starts telling the story about how her mother died of cancer when she was 17. Yeah. Homelander walks in and she still refers to him as Sir. Oh, yeah. She's also the only one in that room in any position of um, safety. Certainly in, in that moment. <laughs> in that moment, she she knows better than anybody else how, how to deal with that situation. She looks so smug. She does look. Even after she sits down and she has a little bit of a... Yeah, she's, she's so smug. Yeah, she's pretty damn smug, especially when she tells poor Maureen that she's embarrassing herself. No, she was giving her an out. That was a mercy. It was, that but she was still looked pretty mercy. smug. She did look smug, but that... That, well, as A-Train put it quite succinctly, a year ago you were fetching my coffee. <laughs> yeah. And the rest of the board is just full of yes men and poor Maureen. Poor Maureen. No, she asked a very general question. Oh, it was a valid question. Well, I assume it was a valid question. I have no fucking clue. It was business. What I don't care. are. I, did, I, I couldn't even be arsed Googling it. That's how, much, that's how little I care for business. I, I Googled Sievers. To find out exactly what that was and yeah. how many, how like what what a fatal dose of like by Sievers is. Yeah, but margins and stuff. No, uh, no business no. nightmares, flashbacks, panic attacks. Can't no, do it. No, I mean you're talking to two art students. Fuck that shit. Excuse me, I was a theologian. That means I'm even worse. At it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, poor Maureen is like. I mean, okay, Maureen does need to learn how to read a room, perhaps. It was a valid question. No, but no, it was a valid question. But you need the, the other two were immediately in with like, you are so great and thank you so much for doing it. And she doesn't even introduce herself. She just comes in straight away with one question. So I'm just saying, she wasn't wrong. She just needs to learn how to read a room. She could yeah. have approached it a little bit better. But and she learns you, that pretty fucking He quickly. could have also, you know, answered that a lot better. And then instead of belittling her and then realising... Because you can see the panic where he's like, fuck, I need these people. <laughs> yeah, that's that was the bit that I thought was really nice, was that after he's... When dr- everything's starting to to like... Yeah, the high-pitched wine is coming in. Yeah, and, again. That's and he, he, he's had that a lot this season. Oh, he has, yeah. Because he got it when he walked out. Oh, several times. Yeah, he's had it a lot. And I think it is... He's cracking. Yeah, and I think in that moment... What I took from it is he seems to be going, oh, fuck, this is what Stan was talking about. 
there's nobody to cover for. Yeah, the and, book stops with him now. And as much as, as he didn't like that this person is smarter than him, he's kind of starting to realise, no, maybe I actually do need some people who are smarter than me around me. It's not smarter than you. It's just knowledgeable in a different way. Oh, I mean, we yeah. realise that. Yeah, but he doesn't. He's, he's a... threatened by everybody. <laughs> yeah. Anybody who's more knowledgeable, more powerful, better than him at any particular thing, and he he's has threatened. to be number one. He's yeah. not number two. No, he's not number two. Not number two. <laughs> he does miss the biddy though. Oh, he definitely misses the biddy, and he we is the biggest the turd. Bit yet, actually. My guess is we're going to get the cow bit during Hero Gas. Oh, it's real. It would fit. Yeah. <laughs> It would fit. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Homelander likes the bitty and he, he must be number one. He cannot be number two. Yeah. So it it looked like he was maybe learning a little bit of... Humility? Only in this, the sense that, that it would benefit him. Actualization? <laughs> so, so does that count? Realization? Yeah, maybe realization. I don't think it counts as hum- actual humility. <laughs> no. Well, considering he just basically belittled her until she nearly cried. Yeah. And, and hers was... The way she's like pandering to him is out of complete panic and she just doesn't know what to say. And <laughs> it, it, you can tell it is just pure, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Yeah. And I think Ashley is giving them both an out there. Yeah, She's like Ashley, a Homelander safe face. Yeah, because he's going, he's coming across as a petulant child and Meredith or Maureen literally might cry. Well, he doesn't... Maureen can't make it any worse for herself. No. Because she just gets but out. he can. And he, he doesn't have to backtrack or anything. And he didn't have to laser anybody. Exactly. Because that's where it was kind of going. <laughs> and then everybody else is straight in with more yes man talk. Yeah. Well, in fairness, the whole board is like, please don't kill us. Because <laughs> you got you, the board have to be aware of the sheer amount of cover-ups and stuff like oh, that well, that I mean, are going most on. Most of them were probably the ones in the room with Stan panicking over the V-reveal. Oh, God, You know the ones where they were like, we can go full denial, high risk, high reward, or we can go full accountability. So they they were aware of all of the cover-ups and everything like that. They know exactly what he's done to a certain degree. Well, I'd say they know a lot of what Stan's done and a fair bit of what Homelander's done, or at least what Stan thought of Homelander. Mm. So they're definitely going to be as wary of him, (laughs) if not warier than Stan was. He was just like, kiss his ass, get him out of the room. We don't actually need his approval for anything. We can still move ahead. Oh, but his line about the mountain to Muhammad. <laughs> the mountain. Thank you for coming to 99. The, the mountain, mountain to, to Muhammad, Muhammad, as it were. Oh, what a tosser. Yeah. <laughs> and and speaking of other tossers, and probably the biggest yes man of them all, we see Deep often. Kevin. <laughs> yeah. He comes so far. No, nah, I'm not liking him much this season, but it's probably more to do with the puppet master. Well, he's just reverted to type. He spent his whole life and his whole career being told what to do, where to go, how to be. He got booked out on his own. He got taken in by the church because he's a chump. Yep. And now he's got Cassandra and Homelander telling him what to do, where to go, how to jump. And he's happy like that. He doesn't have to think. Because in fairness, the last time he kind of went against Cassandra, she made him eat his... I was just about to say, he just has to keep his dick out of basically anything other than Cassandra and he should be okay and safe. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, when when he's taken over in crime analytics and poor Barr has to stand there and listen to all his... Bullshit. Yeah, after 13 years of running crime analytics. Yeah. Amazing for somebody with no practical experience. What a fucking dickhead. analytics. What a dickhead. 
It's analytics. I don't think there's a practical experience type side to it. Well, no, doing the job is the practical, practical experience. experience. And she's been doing it for 13 years. Yeah. Poor Annika. Oh, yeah, Annika just looks absolutely horrified. It is. And they, we got you cupcakes from Sprinkle. <laughs> yeah, but Cassandra can go and fuck herself. Yeah, she can. Mou- mouthing deep, deep speeches oh, you- as he's <gasps> saying them. I wonder if she has the flounder pounder. The deep flounder pounder? Yeah. Well, she obviously has. Like. <laughs> well, she has the actual deep flounder yeah. pounder. And it probably is a literal flounder pounder. But yeah, no, it is. The whole thing is just so horrible and cringe. And he's like, oh, and everybody has to, has to sign up for performance reviews. It's no big deal. Yeah, it just, yeah. I Like, he did one thing and to get back in with Homelander. And then he's straight back to being a douchey little fucking shit. Well, I think he pissed me off more in the last episode being... What, having a his, fight his with A-Train? fight with A-Train, where they were just... I just thought that kids. was so funny, because the pair of them took a blow each and were knackered. Oh, yeah, it was hilarious, but... Yeah, um, okay, A-Train did go a little bit low and punch him in the gills. Yeah, but the Deep was, was just being a dick. Yeah, they both were. Can, they've also fixed the um, saggy suit problems. I knew you were going to bring that yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. The episode one, season one, he has got the Nora Batty tights thing going on. <laughs> but yeah, he's turned into, he's back to being like full on dickhead, bro, frat dude. Yeah, he's he's as worse as he was before, just minus the sexual assault stuff. Perhaps. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They haven't brought on a new female member of the team for him to try it on with. No, I think he knows that's what got him turfed out the first time. Yeah, he's going to put it in the person he wants it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or a thing. Or, um, yeah. You know, see mammal or animal. Timothy. Poor Timothy. I actually think that's the most upsetting thing that I've seen on the boys was him eating Timothy. I actually think that oh, yeah, upset. Was... That, like, actually upset me I like when he was going oh he's praying for in, his in family all, it just, oh. in all our many many watches of all the episodes of this show you have never made me skip through anything I only watched that scene except for the first yeah the, I could you only watch it once the Timothy scene yeah. once and, and you have made me skip through it the other two or three times we yeah. watched that episode can't watch it can't do it Mm-mm. hurts my heart hurts yeah. my soul but apparently that's my line and that was a lot of people's lines as well like a lot of people were like hashtag like R.I.P. Timothy or justice for Timothy. Oh yeah, no, that was that was a big thing. <laughs> yeah, people were like, "Damn, okay, yeah, I can watch people like getting into other people's dicks all day long, but <laughs> no, the dip deep eating him. Mm-mm. No, yeah, no, not down for it. No. Nope. And speaking of of justice for Timothy, anyone's justice for Alex when she confronts A Train calls him a coward. Calls him a big fucking coward and, and tells and him. And he is. He went running to fucking a, like Homelander. Yeah, I, I, she puts it straight out there as well and was like, you know. After pe- all the shit he has done to you and all the shit he has made you do, yeah. they made you kill your girlfriend. Yeah. No. Pop Claw, you know he didn't do that to Pop Claw with a Homelander threatening him. Oh yeah, and he did all the running Homelander of the A train or all the running of the, the V around yeah. the world and all the stuff that he's done for Homelander and for all of Homelander's plans and Like and yeah, okay, he did do the solid by getting them all the stuff on Stormfront. But that was I think more at That was just to get himself back in. Yeah. But after being told that he's a fucking coward, he has to go in and face Blue Hawk. What? <laughs> Oh, oh my god! Oh and that's—it's a dick move dropping it on him like that as well. And I think that was probably done intentionally, where they're like, "Oh, Homelander is like really happy with you being a team player, so 
You yeah, know, here's Bluehawk. Here's Bluehawk to have that chat that you wanted to have oh right my now. God, he's such a fucking asshole. And oh, Bluehawk's an absolute cunt. Oh my god, of the highest order. Like, he's such an asshole. Do you know it's actually racist to call somebody racist? Fuck like, you, you fucking prick. People, uh, people like that need to have their faces caved in. Like fuck off. But he like even his outfit and everything. It's like real like that 1950s motorcycle cop kind of style. Like he's just missing a billy club. Yeah, and it's it's also got like secret police vibes to it as well. Oh, just a little bit because he's got like a little visor hidden up in the helmet. Have you yeah. noticed that? But he is like, and everything's like comes right up. There's no that helmet's real weird. It, it comes up helmet. quite far at the back, so you could like theoretically just get him in the back of the head. Somebody needs to, or just take yeah. his head off because yeah, he's an absolute cunt. Oh my god, he's such a fucking dickhead. <laughs> and Ashley's little look at him when he's like, "What am I being cancelled?" And he starts like yeah. making fun, and she just looks at him like, mm, "That's not why you're here." Yeah, you are not helping yourself in this situation. You need to sit down and be quiet. Yeah, and he do- pretty much does. He's like, "Oh, what can I do to make this right?" And yeah, uh, no, he he actually is a fucking gobshite. Oh yeah, and he did. No, I can't remember the name of the guy who plays him. Um, oh, <laughs> he was Kyle Valenti in Roswell. There you go. Um, Google it. <laughs> which is the last thing I'd seen him in, and it's just it's really weird for me because I'm like, no. <laughs> You're not a dick. You're the sheriff's son. You're like wholesome and nice. But no, he 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 pays this guy just to a T. He's <laughs> such an unlikable absolute Nick Welshler. Ah, right. But yeah, what a dickhead. What a dickhead is Blue Hawk. And he agrees to make an apology and Ashley's like, Oh yeah, it's it's, it's tough to have these, you know, the the hard conversations, but yeah, we're doing the good work. It's like, oh fuck off, Ashley. Yeah. No, I, honestly when she was like, Oh, we're gonna have an apology, I thought he was going to like just do one you know the way A Train had to issue that apology for from, Robin for for Robin in the lobby. Yeah, that's I, what I was thinking. As I well. thought they were going to do that, but then they would have to admit that he had been racially targeting. People. Yeah, they would like, have had they, to make a, a bigger. They would have had to have like been, news story. Yeah, about it. yeah, because A Train is so far. A Train is the one who is pursuing this. It's not a like necessarily a local news story because the only local news we saw about it was what his brother showed him, and in that. Yeah. It was only Blue Hawk's side of the story. And the woman who was being mugged. Yeah, yeah. And it it was his brother who told him, oh, it was actually just a guy who was walking home from work yeah. and he does this shit all the time. Yeah, he over pleases and, um, and everything about him just makes me so angry. Oh, yeah. And, and he's even worse later on when he actually goes to give his apology. Oh, fucking hell. But before we get to that, we see oh Homelander and... Annie and they're talking about how to respond to what's happened in New York with yeah. Soldier Boy and, and he's all like oh we have to worry about the share price <laughs> no you don't you need to go and deal with the guy who's just incinerated a fucking diner but and yeah that's his response is oh yeah well we'll guess we'll on to reassure like, the people that it's okay all the publicity side of things it's like no you need to actually go and stop this person because apparently he's real fucking powerful and like last time you were going mad for a guy who didn't do that much damage yeah and well there was no guy really the last time no he wasn't really a super terrorist he was just being smuggled like yeah trafficked whereas this guy kind of actually he's is. a terrorist just a wee bit now I know that, that seemed to be a PTSD triggered response but but I mean the, the footage that's there just shows a guy like exploding out his chest and I'm gonna guess at this point Homelander has seen the devastation that was caused so he's probably not 
all that keen and, and going up against them going, himself. Holy shit, maybe you know, Keeb somehow survives being decapitated because it, it is kind of a burning truth moment. It is. But yeah, no, Homelander's response is just, no, let's, let's, how do we like handle this from a PR perspective? Yeah. Because he doesn't go out and fight people on the fly. No, that's what crime analytics are there. <laughs> yeah, crime analytics go and, Exactly. Exactly. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then has he to does, reel it back a little bit. He does the smartest thing, which is fine. You go deal with it. Yeah, but not before repeating what Maureen had said earlier on yeah. and being like, well, you go and deal with that. Some of us have to worry about share prices and, and beta margins. Yeah. And it, it's just like Ashley in the previous episode. Are you being fucked by stupid? Yeah. Somebody who felt they were being dressed down. In this case, Maureen wasn't dressing him down, but using that thing and yeah. pushing it further downhill. like Yeah, it's like, oh, I have to go and worry about all this now because I'm the head of this company. I'm this important that I don't even worry about catching the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, just worried about our fucking him. share price. How many shares do you own, Homelander? Do you have shares? Does it matter to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he... He's well. He is like a product of Vaught, so if they fold, he's fucked. Well, there's that, but I think he's also he's trying to prove Stan wrong now. That's the only he's thing he really got, cares about. Gotten him shit canned. Like he's won. You've won. Stop. But, but he hasn't won because of that conversation he had with Stan in the last episode, where Stan was like, "I'm not impressed," and you're going to collapse under your own ego when you do something wrong, and there's nobody there to cover it up for you. So that's no. Ashley's there to cover it up for. But nobody's as good as Stan. <laughs> No. <laughs> and he knows that. And I think that's that's why he's trying so hard to be business homelander in this episode. Oh, I want him to put on his executive business cape. I, I was actually just hoping for like a, a blue suit, but he still has the cape attached to the back of a normal suit. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Harvey Birdman. Yeah, where he's just wearing the cowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so Annie heads off to try and actually do something about it. She calls Huey and says, well, I assume that soldier boy who's just blown up a part of New York. And Huey's like, yeah, we're heading there now. Is that who I think it is? (laughs) Yeah, probably is. And Annie decides that she's going to head into crime analytics and get them to check up on it. And crime analytics is a little bit quiet. (laughs) There's like two of them left. I just love the fact that Annika is like still rocking the almond joys because she knows that I'll keep... Well, that'll definitely keep Noir away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like, she's got them open, like, which is even worse. Can somebody she, please, look- please tell me what the fucking Almond Joy is? Somebody who's, like, in the States. Vague description. Yeah. Take a photo of one. I mean, we, like, we could Google it, but where's the fun in that? It doesn't, yeah, but when it doesn't accurate, I need, like, a cross slice of one. Or <laughs> Do you need I, to see a cross section of an Almond yeah, Joy? Yeah, I need to see how it's constructed. It looks interesting. Also, what's a bit of honey? I don't know. Yeah, because we do get that callback later on. Yeah, he's like... He's, he's got all her favourite candy yeah. bars in. But, yeah, so Annie's like, well, let's try and track him down. And he's like, yeah, we could do that. It'd take this long to do with this many people pulling double shifts. And Annie's like, cool, let's do that. She's like, well, we've only got like two of us now because the deep fired everybody else. Because they had some... Um... It was like some tweets that weren't super supportive of Homelander yeah. or his actions over the years. And we were told that they only wanted team players. Yeah, see, that's why you don't link where you work on any of your social media. (laughs) But I think Annie is like, ah, fuck. (laughs) It's not just that he's doing board meetings and putting Ashley in um, CEO. He's He's putting 
everything. Yeah, he's putting all of his like most loyal people in, you know, He's positions. making it Homelander Tower. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty Apparently much Apparently he, he is building that army of Superman. <laughs> well, no, but he is the only one. I'm the... I'm the master race. That's the point. <laughs> and speaking of master races and fuckheads, we get to see Blue Hawk's supposed apology. And oh, how badly gosh. that goes. And that you think A Train would have at least learned he didn't like the meeting with Blue Hawkett and sprung on him. Why does he do the exact same thing to his brother? Yeah, and Nate, Nate is rightfully pissed off because Nate's like, I built this fucking community center. These people here all fucking trust me. Yeah. We've come here for something else. You can't just spring this on me. You can't bring this guy in here. Like, these people won't like this. A tries to be like, oh, but you told me to like use my platform for the community. Not and like that. <laughs> he's like, no, that's not. Yeah, not like that. And your Pepsi ad, Even if... or <laughs> it's Pepsi ad. Your Pepsi His ad, tur- Turbo Rush ad. Like, but even... did not help. Even oh, there's a protest on down the street. <laughs> even 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 if that apology went down as intended, as well as it could have, and given them their ten grand, and then just left without anything else happening, that. Isn't A-Train using his platform to help anybody? That's A-Train forcing a guy to come and make an apology that he clearly doesn't want. It's not A-Train taking a stand publicly against, you know, racial injustice or anything like that. Because even what A-Train says to his brother, he's like, you know, oh, he has to make an apology. Vought get a bit of publicity. It's a win-win. Yeah. But it's fucking not. (laughs) Like, Vought aren't going to publish anything to do with this. No. And it's the it's camera crew is just there as a fucking formality. Like I don't even think they're filming. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But oh, his apology is just so fucking bad. It's like, like if he could, he, he doesn't even pause. There's no, there's no punctuation. It's just it, blah 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 blah. blah, it, blah, blah do you know what it, it it it's the um sexual uh, harassment face? Oh yeah, the sexual scandal apology face. Yeah, that one. He's like, and he reads it kind of like this. I've been forced to do this, and I don't really believe in it. <laughs> but when he, you know, like, it's almost like go and shake hands, and they just kind of go up and and like slap at each other. The no, the the part that I just kind of cracked up at was when he's like, and I have nothing against black people. Some of my friends are black, like A Train, and he points to oh, A Train, and you could you could almost see it written in the notes beside the word black points Point to A Train. <laughs> And A-Train just kind of looks at his finger like, seriously. And Nate's just stood behind him staring at him being like, you fucking gobshite. Yeah, and then he says he's going to donate 10 grand to the community centre and he's like, bye-bye. And tries to leave and obviously and immediately people in the crowd call him out and are like, well, what the fuck good does that do for the person that you murdered? And it all very quickly devolves. A-Train does try and get in there and be like, look, just leave it. Let's go. But he, he... probably should have manhandled him out of there before things escalated that badly. Yeah, and I think the only reason A-Train didn't step in sooner is because he doesn't really have his powers anymore. I think if that was full-powered A-Train, he probably would have, like, choo-chooed that motherfucker straight out of there. Yeah. I think that's the only reason why he doesn't do anything about it. And even when he's, after he's knocked people about the place, A-Train still very much just pushes him out the door. And it's just, like, shouting at him. He's not, like, actually got him and is manhandling him out of there, which is what he probably should have done. He, he should have just dragged him out of there. He should he's... be caving his face in. Yeah. That's <laughs> what he should be doing. Yeah. And he realises that all too late when he sees... Um, Nate's been injured. Nate's been caught up in the carnage and is on the floor in a heap. Bleeding from the side of his head. Yeah, with four fractured vertebrae. 
will never walk again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, now we see how... Nate, um, like, Nate has only ever stood next to him, has encouraged him the whole time. He's taken him back. And sports very much seem to be his life. He's talked all of it. Like, he coached A-Train. He, now he's coaching kids. Yeah, he's in this community centre. He loves it. He gets great fulfilment out of it. Yeah. And A-Train has ruined all of that for him. Yeah, by half-assedly... Yeah. Reg, you fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah, and in a big way. And then oh, we see the, that it hasn't made... done fucked up, Reg. It hasn't made a lick of difference. In fact, if anything, it's gone the other way because that absolute cunt oh, of a cunt... Oh, fucking prick. Uh, ...is on the news going, oh, I was Somebody just there pulled... trying to make an apology and some Antifa no, he guys... Was, he was making a donation to a community centre. Yeah, and some Antifa... And a guy pulled a weapon. That's his fucking excuse. Somebody pulled a fucking weapon. And it's such, no. it's such a shame that these Antifa guys had to come out and ruin it. And Ah, oh, it just... Oh, it makes the blood boil. Oh, it really makes the blood boil. Yeah, that just. Oh. I like. I I will say that Nick Welshler, well done. That is a despicable fucking character. Oh yeah. That honest to god, the, I, that he makes me so angry. This this show is so good at that with the various characters across the board. Oh, Aya Cash is Stormfront. Like Aya Cash, amazing Stormfront, fucking despicable. Yeah, and I mean, how how heated have we got? talking about the characters and the characters' decisions and, and what they should and shouldn't be doing and, and on both sides yeah. of, the, of it. But for, for like, boys. like, we've only seen Blue Hawk in the footage, some of the footage and then two meetings and you know exactly who he is. Yeah, and I mean, even even more so than like Gunpowder. And yeah. Gunpowder had his kind of NRA thing and, and was supposed to be, you know, right wing and, and, and obviously the gun guy but it was it was more about what this happened with Soldier very, Boy. This is very but like... This, it's just sinister. Yeah, he's just—he's so good. He really is. He's—he's he's the embodiment of that really bizarre thing that's been happening in the U.S. where people have gotten bolder with, like, you get with that their horrible racism. Yeah, like it's coming out. Like you've had it with Stormfront and the Storm Chasers, and she said it herself. People like what I have to say; they just don't like the word Nazi. Yeah. And that, that's where we're getting these. Unfortunately seems to be fucking yeah, true. And this is very much his. He doesn't, why should he have to hide it anymore? Yeah, and you can see that in the meeting. Um, when he starts sharing statistics of people, when he's like, oh, I go where the crime is. The crime just happens to be in black neighborhoods. And statistically speaking, they're more likely to commit murder and this, and, that and the other. Yeah, the angrier he gets, the the less control he has over oh. what he's supposed to be saying instead oh, no, saying no. what he and wants to say. And then he comes out with my favourite fucking line. Do your research. On what, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. Do your research. Shorthand for I don't want to have to justify my position. Yeah. My idiotic. But yeah. like that's it. He's like, do your fucking research. And it's like, they live here. They've they, seen they know. Yeah, they know, dude. <laughs> they know that you are out here fucking just cruising for Just a, looking for excuses. Yeah, just looking for excuses to beat yeah. the fuck out of black people. Because you're a horrible cunt. Yeah. And he is an ab- And I really, really hope that he gets his comeuppance. Oh, I'm pretty sure he's going to. Oh, well, I mean, if they killed Alex so horribly and Alex was a good guy, if they don't have Blue Hawk die equally horribly, like, I want to see this fucker get torn limb from limb and slowly. <laughs> like, what a prick. Yeah, I, I, if they do manage to overwhelm him, if he shows his face in a neighbourhood. Oh, yeah, like, trample him to death. No. I'd like to see him get trampled to death. Remember the news footage from when Richard Ramirez was captured? That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> when he was like running down the freeway from the, the fucking angry mob of people? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's probably what's going to happen to him. Yeah, I, 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 I want an entire community to go to war with him with bottles and chains and fucking baseball bats with nails in them. And I want to see it all on screen because fuck that guy. <laughs> so badly. Just fuck that guy. Yeah, no, he's... But that's like, enough about him. God, he's a prick. <laughs> that's enough about him. Because, Thumb screws. Because... <laughs> A, a coat hanger right in the penis. Yeah, really fuck up the bastards. <laughs> but yeah, from one despicable, absolutely horrible bastard to another, when we see that Homelander has decided that he's going to have a go at Maeve uh, and kind of in a somewhat final way, perhaps. Yeah, like it's kind of the come to Jesus moment for them. It's like we know God, they, he needs to sort out where they stand because they've got this real uneasy truce where they've got such a long history and they've both got so much shit on each other. Yeah, well... Like, and nothing she can do. Like, she can't release the playing footage because it's going to be a shit show for her as well. Yeah, she said that earlier on in the episode. Anything that she witnessed. Like, the, the, when you think about the, the last kind of thing that they were on together before the plane was that shooter in the tower, in the, like, a yeah. skyscraper. And he puts his hand through the guy's chest. Yeah. And he's like, you know, the drill. That's been SOP for them for decades, for at least a decade so it's this weird thing that he doesn't want to lose her because she's probably the person who knows him the best but at the same time she's plotting against him I think this is his one last chance to scare her straight that's I think what he plans going in into to what talk to try to and get her on side. Yeah, one be, because he has this love for her, as he says in it, and that they went through so much together, and it's lonely at the top, but they were lonely together, and all this shit that he comes out with. I think it's it's one last chance to see if she can he can win her over. Well, and no, because considering say, he opens that with like you just had to go and sleep with him because I can smell him on you. Yeah. So, ew, number one, she didn't shower after a fucking drinking sex binge. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, you drink that much vodka, you gotta have a shower the next day. Because you're just gonna, like, you'll be sweating it out your pores. It's, ugh. Especially after sleeping with somebody like Butcher. On a sticky, sticky table. <laughs> yeah. That table looks sticky. Yeah. But, yeah, I know what you're saying, that, like, he goes in there and he's pretty fucking harsh from the get-go. But it's just the way he goes through that speech, I think he is... It is like one last thing to be sure before he does have Black Noir take yeah. her away. And, you know, he's like, was any of it true? And she's like, well, from the very start. I hated you. I fucking hated you. <laughs> and on top of that, I pitied you. And yeah. she calls him John. That's how you know she's worried. She's like, ah, no, John, here, come on. Yeah, yeah, no. I and think he's like, "Don't you John me?" Yeah, and I think uh, she... <laughs> he got he got very hurried. Did you put your name in the goblet of fire? He did go a little bit like that. Yeah, and I think she knows herself as well. Things are coming to her head, and that's why she's that going she, for the job. She, she she has zero fucks to give. Like Elena's gone. Yeah, he's literally destroyed anything she's cared about yeah. he drives away everybody she has nothing like she's only got kind of him yeah and she's already said that it was a, a bluff to yeah. use the Flight 37 video so yeah if, if she only has him as her option she'd rather have fucking nothing at all and yeah. she tells him well we know that she's going into this with with the view that she's not going to make it out of it yeah. she's already resigned to that she, she knows that if it's the last thing that she's going to do she is either going to kill or at the very least, seriously damage him. It's that whole, if I'm going to hospital, at least one of you is coming with me. <laughs> well, and she's already said 
that she wants to be able to weaken Homelander up enough that yeah. the soup weapon could take him out. Now, she knows there is no super weapon and she knows Soldier's Boy is on the loose, but she's also just given a ton of the temporary V to Butchers. So he obviously has another plan and she can't give that up. So she's going to die to allow Butcher the shot at Homelander instead of trying to yeah, fight well, to allow. Like it's, it, it does track as well with comic book Maeve who had been working with the boys as an informant for years who made it her mission. Retroactive big spoiler for the comics there. <laughs> <laughs> who, well, we've already spoken about it. Yeah, yeah. And that's her whole goal is taking down Homelander. And even Maven, the comics, does at the very end make a stand. Yeah. Like an actual stand against him. Less of an emotional one like she makes here. It's more just an actual physical fight. Yeah, but, but Maven, the comics, is, is a drunken whore. Pretty much the whole time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's just there and she's generally <clears throat> drinking a martini and being bitter. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, oh, we, we did miss um, before... Homelander comes to talk to Maeve. He's on with Cameron Coleman. I love me some Cameron Coleman. I really, I actually medically need to see Ashley buggering him. You want to see Ashley peg the fuck out of him? Oh God, yeah. Over the desk and being like, who's your daddy? (laughs) She's probably, she's probably got him uh, a special dildo chair to sit on now. Yeah, most likely. But I, I was really expecting some sort of scene of, her going at it like we might get it yet we might yeah. get it in here orgasm yeah we might Ooh. you just you just said you wanted it I know <laughs> and now you're shuddering at the thought of it yeah because if it's involved in, in the hero orgasm it's it's gonna be weird yeah but yeah no Homelander, <laughs> Homelander and Cameron are having a little chat about how oh no you don't need to be worried about what happened We're in New York safe it's, it's, it's probably fine. it's probably just Stan Edgar and the mayor having a go at me like don't worry about it yeah Stan Edgar and the mayor incinerated a city block just um, to make Homelander ju- look stupid yeah. mm-hmm, of course yeah. Yeah, and I just, I like the way he's like, oh, well, I don't know anything about the storm chasers, but I completely agree with what they're saying. Yeah, no, I don't condone <laughs> uh, their actions at all, but I, you know, the spirit of the message. But yeah, no. That, like, that's he's, just a, he's a polo khakis and a tiki torch away. Oh, yeah. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> really the tiki torch is the most important part of that. Oh, of course. But yeah, it's, that's just a short bit before he goes to see Maeve. Yeah. And then, I'm um, always happy to see Cameron Coleman anyway. Oh, yeah. But after Maeve has her heart-to-heart with Homelander... And she's taken by Noir. Yeah, she gets taken away by Noir. To a wellness centre. Yeah, as we find out when Ashley comes to see... In Malibu. Or sorry, when Annie comes to see Ashley and storms well, I in. Do, I don't think comes to see is the right phrase. Yeah, storms, storms into Ashley's office and it's like, where the fuck is Maeve? Yeah, and Jesus, Ashley's scared. That's the one time that you see the mask slip. Because yeah. she's been very kind of cool, calm and collected... This season, as opposed to last season when she was actually ripping her own hair out. Uh, I don't know if she's cool, calm and collected, but she's... <laughs> she's hate-fucking everybody else to keep herself on track. Yeah, yeah, no, she, she's she's found a way to deal. Yeah, we'll, she... We'll, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, well, she's not <laughs> ripping her own hair out anymore. Yeah, she's found a way to deal. Um, and it's the first time kind of this season where you get to see that side of Ashley again, that the panic terrified I'm in over my head please fucking help me that has always been simmering there even still well had it it's the first time that you get to see Ashley like that this season Mm. and she's looking around and you can just see it in her like she just like I don't (laughs) and then she realises no I'm the CEO you listen to me she's too afraid of Homelander to actually help Annie yeah I think 
if she's going to turn against Homelander, it needs to be for something like absolutely massive and absolutely concrete. So he, yeah. she, she, not obviously, breaking, she knows that not Homelander, breaking Maeve out of wherever she is, wellness center. Yeah, but yeah, I think it is. It's just it's fear of Homelander, and if she knows enough to know that Homelander has taken Maeve away, she and knows she's probably the only one, the only other person who knows where Maeve is. Yeah, and it's because Homelander obviously considers her in some way a threat. Yeah. And if Starlight's still around, she's obviously not as big of a threat as Maeve was. Well, so. he, they needs, he needs Starlight. He does, but... Yeah. He needs her rate, her approval ratings. I think Actually, that, he doesn't need Starlight's approval ratings because he needed them before he went on that mad rant about how I'm better than you. Yeah. That whole thing. And everyone's like, oh, the Roosevelt loves you. And it's like, of mm. course they fucking do. Yep. He, so he's basically now like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, and I think Ashley's like, well, if the I least... go with you, it's going to be me that he kills a lot sooner. Yeah. And for the minute, and, and I'm and just going to follow him. Well, she does say it. She's like, I, I don't have powers. Yeah. and she I just... can't survive getting shot in the chest with a 50 cal and flung across a park. <laughs> yeah. And when she tells her to, you know, just be human, and that's when Ashley does come close to saying something. Well, like, we've had a couple of instances of people telling Ashley to be human. Yeah. Maeve. Maeve herself. Has been like, Ashley, just for once in your life, be a fucking human. Yeah. She's so caught up in, in all of the, I have a career and a CEO and this, that and the other. Well, that's... That when the, the humanity side of things does come out and she doesn't know what to do with it. And I think as well, but when Annie says it to her, that um, is your life worth the job? Yeah. It's not that she's risking her sure, life I'm, to do the job. I'm pretty sure it's the that, job is her life. I think she lives in Vault Tower. Yeah, I think she, she has to do the job or it is her life. Yeah. Like if she tries if she tries to turn around to Homelander tomorrow and say, Homelander, I respectfully resign. Don't think that's going to go down well. No, she'll <laughs> respectfully resign herself off a cliff. Yeah, exactly. But that's more or less everything from the seven side of things for this episode. Yeah, it's a bit messy. Like, so we've got, Maeve got kidnapped. Yeah, Homelander's basically... Insane. Insane and in charge. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Blue Hawk is an absolute cunt. Yes. And A-Train has really fucked over his brother. A-Train's AI, I think A-Train's going to go all fallen down. It'll be really interesting he's, to see I, where A-Train's going to go because it's always, up to this point, it's always been looking out for number one. Yeah. And now he's fucked over his He's brother. either going to become like really, polit- not politicised would be the wrong way, but he's going to become more involved in the BLM movement. Oh my God. Soup lives matter? You fucking arsehole. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. I've forgotten about that. Oh. Yeah. Um, He's either going to become more involved at a grassroots level. I think he's probably going to retire. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what way they're going to go with him, but it will be really, really. I don't think he will stay at Vought, knowing that Vought have lent into this cover up as well, and are protecting Blue Hawk. Yeah, no, it's it it will because it's the first time that he's going to have to consider somebody other than number one. Yeah, like up everything up until then had just been him fucking himself over. Well, apart from his girlfriend, whom he killed. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> and Robin, whom he killed. But yeah, no, I know what you mean. They, he never suffered the consequences of any of his shitty actions before. And now he he's face to face with the consequences of his actions. And it's yeah. somebody, one of the only people he probably actually loves and cares about. Yeah, well, he doesn't, their mom's not around anymore. It's only him and Nate. And Nate is the one person who's always looked after him. Yeah, and we are we are seeing as much as he is a still a bastard. We are seeing a more sympathetic side to Adrian. Yeah, well, he's season. not all that, and he should be more involved in 
Community Matters, he, when he broke his leg and he's going around the store and the security guard is following him. Yeah, they have they've kind of teased uh, racial issues with him before. He should be more aware of that and he should be. He should be mad about it. But I, that's the whole point is that he's he has to be told to be mad about it and yeah. then he handles it completely fucking uh, as backwards. backwards, yeah. But it's like you've been profiled, you've seen it firsthand. You should be mad about the fact that one of your colleagues essentially is going around pounding people into the ground. Yeah. You should be mad about this. Oh yeah. But then for our, our boy side of things oh, today, God. it starts off with uh, some not so nice visuals as of, as to what happened Soldier Boy over the last Yeah, so they're still in Russia. Years. Soldier Boy in the wind, Kimiko not healing. Jamie zooming around the place. <laughs> as previously discussed. <laughs> Entire secret facility destroyed. More or less. Butcher elated. Yeah, Frenchy. Huey pukey. <laughs> yeah, Huey quite pukey. And MM just fixated on these tapes of Soldier Boy being experimented on, which are pretty brutal. Yeah, because the one that he's watching is from 1986. So that's what, three years after they've taken Two or three him. years after, yeah. And they are literally emptying clips into him. They're burning him. They're cutting him. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah. His skin, and they give, like, his skin is impenetrable, including in- internally, which makes him different to translucent. Yeah. Only translucent's outer skin was impenetrable. That's a very good point, actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the bit where they try and see if his eyes are equally oh, impenetrable. No. And well, that's pretty much his response as well, because he yeah. breaks free and stabs that guy in the neck. Well, they were kind of stupid to put a scalpel that close to him. Yeah, and then they gas the room. Yeah. And he passes out. Uh, he's radioactive at this point. Yeah, we we found out that he's radioactive. Yeah, because I googled a sea vert, and a sea vert is used to measure biological damage caused by radiation. Yeah, so it's not the level of radiation you've exposed to; it's how damaged you are by, by said it? radiation. Yeah, yeah. and twenty sea verts, I think, is what like ten, and your your liquid. Yeah, so twenty is is like pretty fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Butcher's not wrong when he's like, they shoved Chernobyl off of him. No, he's not wrong about that. Holy shit, I need to find out. Somebody needs to tell me because it says like the 28th of something, 1986. No. Chernobyl went nuclear on the 28th of April, 1986. Hmm. Do you think maybe... There just the, maybe the illusion there that, that something they were doing a test on Soldier Boy went wrong and that's what caused yeah a yeah, huge possible. meltdown very possible especially yeah. in this world yeah because at that point it was all behind the Iron Curtain yeah yeah no MM's still not particularly pleased with Butcher shall we say uh, yeah uh, do you blame him no no he, he's pretty fucking pissed off and makes it pretty fucking clear and Butcher's like, uh, come on, look, I just, I had to do it. You know, I took I, a drug and he's like, no, that's not the point. It wasn't just a drug. Yeah. You're a hypocrite. Yeah. The whole point of what we do. <laughs> Is that nobody should have this power. Yeah. And now that you've got it, you're so fucking blasé about it. And not only did you take it, you let Huey take it. Yeah. You let your fucking canary take it. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, I think that's it for... Like, Huey's so impressionable and Huey very much wants to please Butcher mm. and is is slowly becoming his mini-me in this episode. He's got the scruff. There's a couple of ways. He's he's wearing the jacket with the collar pop even, now. He's starting to get, kind of have the swagger. Even the way when Butcher's looking at him and he has that quick flash of Lenny. Yeah. 
And Huey, Huey just looked back at him and was like, what? Real aggressively? And it's like, that's not a Huey thing to say. No. In fairness, he is, he's hunched over on mop sink. Yeah, vomiting his ring up. Oh, God, yeah. I'm pretty sure boot count comes out <laughs> at some point. We've we've all been there. <laughs> yeah. But the little flash of Lenny was a nice touch, I thought. Yeah. Butcher needs to realise that his actions have repercussions on the people that's around him. And he does care for Huey. I think he cares for Huey more so than M.M. and Frenchie. I think they're expendable to him. at the like. They're fine on their own. They don't need him. He yeah. knows that Huey needs him. Yeah, season one or two, Butcher wouldn't be this aware of it. But Butcher now, everything yeah. that he's gone through, does realise that, that he needs somebody like Huey or Lenny. Yeah. I think that's why he's seeing the flash there, is because he heard Huey's voice and then saw Lenny in his dream when he dreamt about taking the V. Yeah. So that's there in his subconscious that, yeah, he doesn't need, uh, or he needs a, a Lenny and he needs a Huey. He doesn't need a, a mini-me going around all veed up and acting exactly like him. He does like come him. to that realisation later on though when he's talking to M.M. and he's like, I don't have a line. Yeah. He he needs, he needs Jiminy Cricket. He does. And he doesn't have a conscience. <laughs> I think at the minute he's torn between having a conscience or doing absolutely anything to get the job done. Yeah, yeah. It's, does he destroy Huey in his goal to take down Homelander? Is he willing to burn the whole world down? Yeah, yeah, there it is. It's how far, how far is he willing to go? But for MM, he's already gone too far. Yeah, well, like, he took the V. I think it's that when he's like, did you kill Gunpowder? Did you kill him with your little laser eyes? And yeah. he's like, yeah, and it was fucking great. And the the conversation they had in the last episode about MM being the heart and MM being the one to keep the boys together. And he says at the end of the episode. Oh, that's it? very evident when yeah. once they get back to the US. yeah. That very, then, yeah, very evident about what happens. And he's like, oh, you know. When Butcher's, like, when Butcher's like, oh, we need to get... And to say that he has to get her back to the US yeah. to get to a proper doctor. And M.M.'s like, you don't give a fucking shit. And you don't he, care about that. You just want to get back. And when they get back, M.M. is the one who takes her to the hospital. Nice car, by the way. That is M.M. a nice car. M.M. does have a very nice car. But yeah, they, him and Frenchie take Kimiko to the hospital. Yeah. And he tells Butcher to go and fuck himself and Butcher's just kind of standing there and Huey's like, well, you've got me. No, that's not a good thing, Huey. You should have been in that car too. And if it had been yeah. season one or season two, you'd have been in that car. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much you'd have been with M.M. going, no, you can't take this. Yeah. But no, you're so blinded by, oh, the system is rigged against us. We have to go dirty like Butcher always wants to do. Yeah. Uh, no, just no. Yeah, Huey. Huey, like I get it, Huey. You tried to do things the right way and it didn't work. Doesn't mean you go to the immediate extreme of it. <laughs> yep. But Huey doesn't earn himself any favours with us in the next scene where he's back in his apartment and chatting with Annie. Oh, where we do find out that... Oh, how they've covered up Supersonic's death is by... Like, he... He has stated previously that he had an opiate problem and had to go to rehab and thought nobody would touch him. And they just used that as an excuse. I mean, come on. As, like, to add insult to injury or death in this case. Yeah. Like, Homelander kills him and is like, yeah, let's just discredit him and say he died of an overdose. A drug overdose is, is almost like the cleanest way of doing it. He had a history there that was well known. So it, it's an easy cover up. Yeah. But Huey tries to, to comfort Annie over Alex's death and yeah. tell her it wasn't her fault when she really feels like it was. 
And eh, no, yes and no. She like she, she did. Could've, she could have warned him. I've said she that did already. try to. She did try and keep him out. But she did try and warn him and be like, "You can't be here because they will ruin your life and like your family won't be safe." And uh, yeah, she was right about that. She could have warned him not to talk to A Train because yeah. he's a sneaky fucking asshole who will literally. He A Train was looking out for number one and number one alone. Yeah, yeah. Like when she said we need to build a team, she should have said, "But maybe let me be the person who recruits them." Yeah, because <laughs> but, everybody yeah. hears. But she even said it to him when she's like, "Homelanders the worst," but the rest of them are are as bad. They're all like it. So she basically should have been like, "Just don't trust anybody on the seven. That's not me." True, yeah. But it's not it it's not her fault, her fault. And Huey tries to tell her that yeah. and she asks, Well, look, please tell me at least Russia wasn't a bust and you got the weapon and he's like, No <laughs> No, you're gonna want that white claw now. Yeah, yeah he yeah, he tells yeah. her all the things he has for I'm surprised at her restraint and only having the two. No, she has four, I think. Yeah, I would have been. Cho- I would have been like, yeah, I'm going down to the off license, I'll be back in a minute. Consid- yeah, considering what I, he yeah. tells her. Soldier yeah. Boy is loose. And I took some temporary V. Well, she he doesn't tell her that. She's like, your arm was broken and now your cast is gone. Yeah. And he's like, you're really going to want the white claw. <laughs> so, yeah, he does tell her. And then he wants brownie points for not, for telling her and not keeping it a secret. And it's like. I didn't hide this terrible decision I made from you. I'm a great. <laughs> yeah. And she literally, and she is like, are you honestly, honestly expecting me to give you a pass because you fucking told me? Yeah, but did you did you spot in that scene the toast and the jar? Yeah, shit's kind of coming back together for him. He's yeah, not, the first yeah. the first episode he's starting he to get his Patrick his, Bateman back on. Yeah, he was burning his toast and he couldn't open jars and then he had to do it for him. And in this episode, he's popping toast perfectly browned and he's popping jars open and it's all good for Huey as far as he's concerned. Yeah, he even admits to her that he. Fucking love being on V. But yeah. oh no, I'll never do it again. I'll never do it again. I've, I've seen trains. But it was great. Well, yeah. no, that comes later that he, you know, he'd never do it again the second time. Uh, but he keeps, he keeps coming back to this. Oh, it made me good. And, no, you know, not me. good, but it made, you know, it, I was able to do good and I was able to be useful. He's like, I even saved MM. And it's like, you saved MM before. Yeah. At you, the end of the first season. Good Huey is the one that got tackled in that parking lot. Yeah. And saved him with and, his seventh grade retainer. Yeah. That MM had to smack out his mouth. Yeah. Like the, that, that is, that's good. That's yeah, Huey, brave. Yeah. You don't need the V to do that. You've already done it yeah he, like I know your little fragile male, male ego has taken a knock or two this season yeah this is not the answer no this is it's he having a quarter life crisis I think he but, is and the, the, it's V instead of like uh, well he's got the supermodel but like all famous the, girlfriend yeah but all the things he's done throughout the two seasons like you know what I mean he he was the one who killed Translucent and he blackmailed Ezekiel and he him and Annie got the V out <laughs> But he's done all this stuff yeah. and now he's just like, oh, because I am not physically strong, I can't do anything. Like, get but over I'm yourself, Huey. Really get over yourself. Really bad Fast and the Furious reference. He was like, I was out of there like Dom, whatever his name is. Oh, yeah. And I'm all about family. <laughs> no, you're not. But yeah, it's just, it is, it's, it's really getting to me that he, he just, he can't see. The house for the trees? Yeah, he just can't see how bad and stupid of a path this is. And he's just blinded by his admiration yeah. for, for Billy and Billy's way of doing things. But the whole, whole point was that V is bad. Yeah. And people shouldn't have these powers. And yeah. then you got these fucking powers. And like, no offense to Huey, but Billy got the better power. <laughs> yeah, no. 
Well, we, we check back in with Soldier Boy very quickly then and see him in a, a Russian airport. Can, a big round of applause for security at either, at any of the three New York airports. For when he landed on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't know. He might have just, like, they might have tried to stop him. Yeah, but you would have heard about it if there was an incident at, like, an airport around New York. Oh, I'm not saying he blew it up, just, but, you know, he might have just knocked some people over and run away. Yeah. <laughs> I, maybe he just, like, when they put the landing gear down, he just, like, tucked and rolled. <laughs> I think we might be getting a bit too bogged down. I, it's, yeah. like, it's like a 10 second scene at most. I know. <laughs> yeah, so he's rocking around some part of New York. I don't know. Well, at that point, he's just in the, the Russian airport. He hasn't made it to New York. Before that happens, we check in with Maeve and Billy. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on there. I finally got my whole, like... Billy hate-fucking somebody. Yeah, that, uh, like, okay, it was Rainer. In the comics, yeah. Yeah, so... Somebody works. <laughs> and so if he was going to end up hate-fucking anybody, it was probably going to be Maeve. Yeah. But first they talk a little bit sh- little bit of shop, and then they decide to get drunk together. Yeah. And then he basically tells her that they're all despicable and deserve to be wiped out. And she's like, well, if you hate us so much, why do you want to be one again? <laughs> yeah. Fair but that, point. that bit where they're drinking and he says that about every last one needs to be... Needs to go. Needs to go. That's so Billy from the comics. Yeah. Because ultimately, that's that's always what's kind of driven him at the back of it. Is that just no none of them? They're all they're nope. all exactly the same. No, nope. it all should. needs to go. And even there, he's saying every last one of them needs to go. Aren't Be- you one of them now, but, by virtue of having taken it? <laughs> but the logical conclusion of every every one of them having to go is because nobody should have that power, which is what fucking MM's been saying the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, Billy's it's just... Do, it's do as I say, not as I do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Billy is a master of... Like, of, it, it's that whole, like, cult leader thing. It's very much that. It's like, well, I know what's best for all of you. Yeah. So you don't get to tell me what to do. Oh, yeah. But I do like there is still those little bits of realisation where he's talking about having done all the drugs and V was like nothing else. And Maeve says, oh, it must have been pretty great. And he's like, I hated every second of it. Yeah. And then says the line that I practically like yelled in delight at when I saw it the first time. He says, V just made me more me. Yeah. And yeah, he even he realizes it's not a good thing. So Butcher knows it's not good to be more Butcher. So why the fuck doesn't Huey know it's not good to be more Butcher? It's it's almost like Big Brother Syndrome where he's like... Oh yeah, totally. He's, yeah, he very much <laughs> Definitely. But uh, then they get down to some fucking... Yeah, I really hope it was on MM's desk because at least that one was clean. <laughs> That'd be Because if it's on Butcher's, the last time we saw that desk, he was puking all over it. <laughs> and you know that man did not clean up. No, no. But yeah, they, they get it onto the kinks. Yeah, you really got me going. And yeah, then we get to check in on Frenchie and Kimiko, but not before little Nina appears. Oh, a check in with Kimiko at the hospital. Like, cause they've actually finally gotten her to a fucking hospital. Took a while, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. she only got stabbed with rebar and yes. thrown through a wall and, and not healing. <laughs> Surely a Russian hospital would have been better than no hospital. Considering that they're probably being hunted. Yeah. For blowing up a secret government facility and releasing a super hamster. <laughs> As little Nina tells them. Well, she doesn't mention the hamster. No, but three of her, a whole lot of her Kremlin uh, contacts have um, jumped out of windows. <laughs> yeah. Is how I'm going to phrase that one. Yeah, been disappeared. 
But yeah, she is not happy because they were sent in to do a small task and they burnt the world down again. Yep. Pretty yeah, much. but she has, yeah, she's got the bags of chocolate vibes yeah. for her when she wakes up. And her massive scary dude, her lurch guy in the background. Yeah. <laughs> fucking terrifying. Also, she's just wandering around the hospital having a cigarette. Blown no, in, in the pick. face of the guy with the air, with like the oxygen tube. Yeah, little Nina doesn't give a fuck in fairness. Little Nina's more powerful than most of them. Yeah, she shows us just how little of a fuck she gives when she's like, right, well... As far as I'm concerned, it's all your fault. You work for me now. Now go and kill this guy and his kid. <laughs> yeah, well, we've already seen that. It's like with Sharia said that it, with Little Nina. It's it's the principle. Yeah. It does. You can pay her back. Yeah, it's not so much about the transgression itself, so much as the transgression has happened. Yeah, it's a it's a matter of honor, and uh, she is quite the vicious. Oh yeah. <laughs> she is quite quite vicious. But there's also the, because she knows where Kimiko is, so that's the implied threat for Frenchie, is that if he does not... Oh, yeah, it's not just you. Yeah, we know this little girl is here in hospital. Yeah, and she ain't healing. Apparently, this radioactive blast thing that Soldier Boy has negates powers. Yeah. And and not temporarily. Yeah, because when she wakes up... She's not healing. She's delighted. Oh, she's, she's so happy. It's the only thing she ever... She just wants to be normal. I know. She I was so happy for her. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that she doesn't meet up with Ryan again. Because if Ryan wants to know how she lost her powers... Because Ryan doesn't want his powers either. Yeah. Yeah, no. I hadn't considered that the Ryan aspect of it. I was just so happy for, for Kimiko that, that she's realised that she has no powers. Yeah, which means they don't have to hang around anymore, which means they can go to Marseille. Yeah, they can get the fuck out of it. They probably won't, but they, the, they the can. probably should, because little Nina's after him. Yeah, no, he really should. Yeah, he, sh- he should leave immediately. Now, go, <laughs> see ya. Yeah, because in fairness, they're not really, apart from the start, they're not really involved in any of the boys, the, the, the superhero stuff. This episode, it's no, just Frenchie and, and Kimiko together. Like. And in fairness, there probably should have been a phone call there to MM at some point to say that Kimiko doesn't have his powers, that this is possibly the weapon they were looking for. Like, I know they at the end of it, they have this whole thing going on, but they were working on the theory that he negated her powers. That's why she wasn't healing. Yeah, well, I mean, nothing is, else happened to her. This is more, this is basically confirmation. Yeah, yeah, I... Uh, hmm, it'll be interesting to see well like why we're about her not healing yeah but the fact that she's not got the strength or anything like that when she wakes yeah, up and she can't lift anything yeah she she didn't heal she's not strong I just worry now that Billy's going to be like oh well she's useless to me and inject her ass with temporary V and make her powers come back yeah I don't know I really don't know what it's, way it's going to go like I can sometimes I can predict certain things about yeah. what, what I think might happen in the show but I, I don't know I, where they're going to go with her. Because that's, that's... I just want her to be happy. That's the only reason he's kind of been tolerating her is because she is lethal. Yeah, she's like useful. He, he literally used her to make a deal with little Nina. Oh, yeah. He only he only keeps people around that are useful. She's no longer useful to So, him. I will. I'll be really interested to see where they go yeah. with her. Once, they, once she's happy, I'll be happy. Oh, she's so happy. <laughs> if, if she's powered or unpowered... I and just, then they kiss. And then they kiss. They do kiss. <laughs> It's a, it's a little bit later. <laughs> it I don't is care. a little bit later, I think. I don't care, because his face at the coffee machine where he's like, he. <laughs> it makes me really happy. 
Honestly, kimchi for the win. Oh yeah, I know. But the the the, the musical number when they're they when they put back to them later on, they like, kind of teased it already with her singing in the first episode. Yeah, they had no. I I, I mean, I'm fine with them. You know me. I normally don't like musical I, numbers. Yeah, but that one didn't bother me. My my issue with it was where did the daydream of of the musical number start? Did she just kind of make a noise? Hoarsely say I. Yeah, because they both have their heads. They still have the headphones in and everything when they co- when the musical number ends. Yeah, because she she kind of hoarsely so, says I, and Frenchie stops and looks at her and takes out an earphone, and then she says hoarsely says I got rhythm, and the musical number yeah. starts. When we cut back to them after the musical number, they both have their headphones in, and he's just looking at her. Yeah. So did she just say the I, and that was it, and then she turns and kisses him? Yeah, I think I think all the musical numbers are her reality. Oh no! I didn't think it's all her, of the musical no, number was it's reality. Her, it's, it's her just escapism. But yeah, but which is where where does that switch start? I'm trying to. Remember. I think it's a, I got rhythm. So you you think she actually managed to, to say the full sentence? Of I, I think got she rhythm? said the I, and then the delusion, as it were, yeah. is when he takes the headphones out and goes and gets the nurse. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, because he he wouldn't call because she can speak because she's not tre- being treated for that. Talk. You can talk. I can sing. Doctor Zayas. Doctor Zayas. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was just that that little bit of of uh, I wasn't a hundred percent sure if the her speaking the full sentence was supposed to be part of the reality or part of her daydream. No, I think it was but, just that she made a noise. Yeah, um, was enough. Yeah, and then enough. after the musical number, when when she kisses him and Frenchie's reaction to the kisses. I'm going to have a coffee. Do you want a coffee? I'm going to go have a coffee. I, I think he just can't process it because he's tried to kiss her before and then he's realised it was a real bad idea. Cause and it lucky, was. He's real lucky she didn't break anything that time. And they have this genuine friendship that, and they care for each other deeply and it's not romantic in that way. Yeah, think, or it hadn't been. And Yeah. But no, I think part of me, I think, is just the reason that it, it, it plays out the way it does is for the drama of it. So he, like, and it is kind of in character for, for it, him to be a bit shocked that she kissed him and then go, doesn't know how to deal with it. So says, oh, yeah, I'll, he's I'll, got I'll, that. He's got he's the real, he like, and, moony. But when he, when like, he, she's just laid one on him and he's gone off in a daze. Yeah, but he doesn't he looks, know how to deal with it. He looks shocked, but not in either a positive or a negative way when she kisses him. Yeah. And it's not until he gets out to the coffee machine that he kind of looks quite happy with himself. <laughs> yeah, and just, I think he's just kind of like, yeah. yeah. And I think the only yeah. reason who the man. <laughs> I think the only reason that they have it play out that way is so that when he gets taken taken away by little Nina, which we see is what happens to him at the coffee machine. Yeah, but she doesn't know. That. She doesn't know that. So all she's from her perspective, she kissed him. He had a weird reaction and, and left, left and never came back. And I think that's the only reason that he responded the way he did was so he could have that drama but there. Because poor Kimiko's left all sad. Yeah, but he's she was also... Lil Nina's been ringing him. He checks his phone yeah. before that. So she knows where she is. She knows that he's supposed to go and do this. Obviously, he wasn't expecting him to be taken. Yeah. And he didn't want to worry her with it because the reason Lil... She might think that the reason Lil Nina's after them is because she fucked up. Yeah, well, I think he, he's not he's not going to do it anyway. Mm. They have made their plan to go to Marseille yeah. after the Russian mission finished and he wants to be off the leash so he's not about to go back under her leash. Yeah. He wants to just try and be there for Kimiko I think. But that doesn't really work out for him and he gets Frenchie napped. He gets Frenchie napped. In <laughs> fairness, you want like Lurch is, is a big boy. Yeah, no, Lurch is a big boy. And, and Kimiko is sad. 
Yeah. And that made me sad. Yeah, there's a, there, like that's a sad that Judy Garland won facts. No, you're probably right there. Yeah. But that's pretty much all we have for the, the Frenchie and Kimiko side of things. Yeah. But it was fun. It was nice to see the development of the relationship between have them. Have any of the others learned their sign language? Oh, I suppose she can write, she can text. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was going to be like, what Like, what happens when the rest of them show up and are like, where's Frenchie? Where's Frenchie? <laughs> and she'd be like, I don't know, he just left. And will they? Because after everything that goes down for the rest of the boys oh, in this episode, are they even going to be thinking about what? Frenchie and Kimiko are up to? I I I because don't know shit. what MM is gonna do when he wakes up. Yeah, because shit shit gets fucking serious after Soldier Boy makes it back to New York and eradicates has, a building. Yeah, has 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 a bit of a, a PTSD freak out. That is and that is you can see it's completely uncontrolled. Yeah, it's supposed I to be. I like, like he's the been... fact that whatever he is doing, he sucks shit into him. Yeah, is it like an electromagnetic thing? Is it some sort of like gravity field or what? I don't know. I think it's just the sheer force of whatever is building inside him, which doesn't seem to ruin his clothes. Unlike other shit we've seen, Nakib had to take his pants off. After the explosion, we don't see him again until... But later on, he does it wearing the suit. Oh shit, that's a very good point. And the suit is fine. Yeah, sorry, that's a very good point. I assume he didn't like strip off to, to blast her and then put the suit back on. No, because that's like a lot of layers. Yeah, shit, I, I had considered that. That would be one to watch to see if it was just an oversight or if it is actually... Or does he have some like Hulk pants? Yeah, because like, how could how could he blast a hole that big through a building and char the fuck out of yeah, everything around it? The first and, time he's naked. So. Yeah, and not and not his suit. Yeah, because that suit wasn't built for that. For that power. That suit was built for for a normal soldier boy, standard yeah. soldier boy, not, standard not, soldier boy. But yeah, no, I do. I really like how that scene is shot and and the effect of him. Yeah, because you can hear the, the radio in Russian, and that just sets him off. Yeah. And it is, it is just like, oh shit. And I was thinking when the radio, when he starts acting sketchy around the radio first, I was like, oh shit, have they programmed him? Is he going to be like a Winter Soldier? Is it Soldier? a Winter Soldier type thing? Yeah. No, I, I kind of thought that they were no, going it, the it, way they went with it. Yeah, it was just PTSD because I thought, oh fuck, has somebody given him a code word? <laughs> and I like, I do really like the reveal of, of it because we see him start to blast. But we yeah. don't see the effect of it. And then Until they the guys end up on the scene and actually see it. Well, we see a bit of it in the, the scene that follows cameras? with yeah, with where MM's with fucking Todd. And oh fuck you, Todd, you fucking that scene, asshole. That scene ends with footage on a news report of what happened and you still don't see the blast you see everything up to the blast yeah. and then the cameras cut out. Yeah, well, because the cameras get annihilated. Can we just talk about how much fucking tool Todd is yeah I was going to say but before we get onto anything else that happens fucking Todd he's a social studies teacher he's a fucking like no and the dickhead can't even see anything wrong with what Homelander was saying that oh time. We, I know we, we his were language right. is a bit salty we were right he's he's gone he's gone all fucking edgelord Michael Douglas falling down thinks that oh yeah this is the best he's, thing that's ever he's happened he's one Amazon payment away from a fucking fedora and a katana yeah no Todd's a dick fuck Todd yeah Todd's an fuck absolute Todd. fucking asshole and yeah MM's right she's not the kid she's my daughter and, and he's like he he says it's okay the language is a little bit salty and that was a pretty out there speech but when Marvin uses one curse word he's like oh watch it in front of the kid I also don't like the way he's like Marvin. I I don't like. I just don't I don't like, like the him. way anything about fucking Todd, yeah. and it's not just because he's going out with yeah. MMs. Todd ex. Todd is Todd, is Todd has the tiki torch. It's yeah. just masquerading as a garden ornament. 
Oh, he's a fucking arsehole. He is an arsehole. I don't know that he's necessarily a racist, but he's a, he is a, a, a fucking white-collar douchebag. Yeah. We um, hate Todd. Yeah, no, we hate Todd, and that is very clear, and we, we will probably continue to hate Todd. He hasn't earned... Uh, he hasn't gone up in our ranking at all in this episode no. with his actions. No. But yeah, no, I, I, li- I do like then how when we see the news footage, it's, it's a little bit more of what happened with Soldier yeah. Boy. And obviously MM has a little bit of a freak out. Yeah. And it, what's really, really sad is his daughter being like, oh, is this my fault? And he's like, no, baby. That's what, No, that's what I really liked is even in the midst of his freak out and everything that's going on. Yeah. He's still, and his is like, his is a, is a, a compul- attack, like, but yeah, it's, it's a compulsion. It's something that he has no control over, really. Yeah. He still manages to be able to reassure his loved one. Yeah. Fucking any of the rest of them can't do that. And there's a, they aren't like, you know, it's not a compulsion with them. Yeah, They're well, just he's, being he's assholes. He's like actually gone and he's gone and like actually gotten medicated and sought help. Yeah. You know, and try to work out coping techniques and things like that. I'm just seeing Soldier Boy, and we get little flashes as well of whatever happened to his family, yeah. which seems to have been involved rubble, dead bodies. It was a car crash. We know it was a car crash. It didn't look like a car crash. We've though, been told it was a car crash. Yeah, but in those flashes, it didn't look like a car crash. That's all I'm saying. And then Soldier Boy there grinning maniacally. Yeah. So knowing he's in the US has just compounded all of that for M.M. M.M. is going to curb stomp him. No, well, he certainly is going to want to. Yeah. But again, it's going to be really interesting to see where it goes with M.M. and Soldier Boy because he wasn't watching those experiment tapes with Glee. I wouldn't say that he felt bad for Soldier Boy. No, he also wasn't watching it. what what they they did did to him. him. But he certainly wasn't watching it with any sort of joy of, ah, this is a man who's getting what he deserves. Why was the narration in those tapes in English? It wasn't. You're just so used to, to reading subtitles. Oh, that's that's literally we watch everything with subtitles and you are so used to I had I actually had the same thing in the last episode when uh fucking dildo oligarch guy was talking in Russian and I was just reading the subtitles and had the same Ivan thing. from Shits Creek. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, no, they 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 weren't. That was in Russian and we okay. were reading subtitles. Alright. <laughs> Damn. That's as far as I'm concerned, that's how little subtitles actually distract you. I prefer to watch it with subtitles because I'm a really loud person. Especially with this when there there are some like lovely little throwaway lines here and there throughout the show. Yeah. My favourite of all time being when uh, Deep is crying over Lucy. I promise to harvest your blubber. Yeah, yeah, Deep being like, oh, Lucy, that's it. That, you catch that one on the subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, M.M. races off, but not before reassuring his daughter. And obviously is going straight to the scene of the crime. But, yeah. Um, Huey and Butcher are already there. And um, then Huey, one of Huey's co-workers is there and is like, didn't you just break your arm? And he's like, yeah, it was a really bad sprain. <laughs> is Vic coming? And, she, <laughs> and he he only told her when they were in Russia he was still going to need another, say, week or two. All he has to do is say, oh, yeah, the cast broke off. I accidentally broke the cast. Just put a sling on. Well, I mean, it'd be a bit like there and then to try and put a sling no, on. But just, just, yeah, but just like, just uh, put yeah, a sling I, I, on and be like, and get one of those like, you know, those like wraps and be yeah. like, oh, you know, it doesn't need the cast. I just need to like. Yeah, or, or I accidentally broke it. I was on my way to the hospital to get a new cast and I heard about this. So I came mm. here to see what was going on. <laughs> but Or just use the classic, I got it wet in the shower and it stank so I cut it off. <laughs> because if you've ever smelled yeah. wet plaster yeah. cast. 
it is. It's horrible. But I do. That's that's where then we get to see the full effect of Soldier Boy's blast. And yeah, it, it's, there's a hole in that building. Yeah, it's pretty fucking devastating. There, 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 there is a hole. That's some that's some property damage right there. Oh yeah. You know, hopefully they have soup insurance. Yeah. From Vault. But <laughs> as as the boys, well, as Huey and Butcher are talking it out, they see MM shows up. He's not best pleased to see them again. No, that's a very tense conversation. And Huey is just so sketch because he knows Vic's on her way. Yeah. And he doesn't want to be there, let alone there with Butcher and MM having a fucking handbags. <laughs> yeah. And Butcher's basically the only thing that Butcher can say is, look, work with me this one last time to, yeah. to take Soldier Boy down because... We don't even have to see each other after, after this. That, I owe you this much. Yeah. Knowing, knowing this. full well that's not what he's going to do at all. No. But M.M. reluctantly agrees. And well, like, there's only so much... Like, Butcher's right. M.M. can't take him on. No. But M.M. won't take the V. Butcher will take the V. He has no compulsion uh, compunctions about that. Yeah. He's like, you need me. You need me to do the dirty work you won't do. But I think that that's M.M.'s... Well, that is M.M.'s point because he says that has a thing about you have to draw a line somewhere. Yeah. And that's M.M.'s like, okay, yeah, no, this is a, a thing that absolutely needs to be done, but we, we have to do it right or we're no better than them. Yeah. Whereas Billy's just like, no, we just have to do it. Yeah, he's like, do you want to end up like your dad? You know. Wasting your life trying, like, on a pointless endeavor. Yeah, and MM really just he just he's just not hearing it. And I mean, he's he's right. He's made his point: is you have to draw a line, and this is where my line is. Yeah, I, I am not will taking... not take that. I, he's not trying to stop them from taking it. Yeah. He's trying to argue with them and get them to see his point. But he's not going to physically stop them from taking it. He's not giving them like an ultimatum about it or anything. Well, he thinks that they don't have any of it until they take him around the corner and they're like. Here's, bad things happen in trunks. I love. I just love how it's a trunk reveal, and like you're expecting. It's always really whenever, wah, wah. but whenever trunk reveals happen from that angle, it's always like something really big and impressive, like a massive bazooka or you know a whole lot of guns or whatever. Like think of, especially if think of all the supernatural boot reveals. And they open up this boot, and it's just a tiny little thing. I know. The best chunk reveal is season one when they open it, and there's nothing in there until they shock him with the cattle product. <laughs> oh, and yeah. he's like, fuck, you have translucent? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, they open it, and it's this little, tiny little bag with three little vials in it, just yeah. there. <laughs> and that's, well, that's where they have the argument about drawing the line yeah. and, and his dad, and, and then... Huey pipes up with the same fucking line that we've heard from him all season of, oh, but I'm all great and powerful and I have it. Do you want weak, ineffective Huey or do you want strong handles as shit, Huey? And it's like, oh, Huey, come on. Fuck's sake. Huey, if you lived with a, like, with a gang for nine months, you're fine. <laughs> and you, like, you lived with a gang and you still used kid shampoo and they didn't beat you up? Yeah, no, it, it is. It's just, it's all down to, as you said... It's his, his, his ego. ego. His ego has been massively this bruised. Is, this, is, this is the season where Huey's ego is just taking all the poundings. Yeah. Um, he, what, well, he, it has taken all the poundings and now he's just floundering around and he needs to feel like the big man on campus yeah. again. But he, he, yeah, he's decided that the V24 is the way for him to, to do that. Yeah. And they establish, okay, fair enough. Apparently it's worth the Montezuma's revenge. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, they just said, okay, well, we're we'll right together. No. The two lads on V and MM not on V. And they say, okay, well, where do we go from here? Because we know you have a clue, MM, because you always do. And he's like, <laughs> well, look where we fucking are. Yeah, well, we're not in Midtown first, Comics. <laughs> first, he's offended at the fact that they would even question whether or not he has a lead. Yeah. And yeah, he's like, look at where we are. And that's kind of all we get. I kind of wish it had cut immediately to Midtown Comics and then panned up. That would have been a nice touch. Because yeah, he's in a penthouse? Because the legend the legend of the comics lives in a basement of... Uh, Midtown Comics. Yeah. But the legend of the TV show is just fucking brilliant. Paul Reiser was so much fun in this. I really enjoyed it. I was saying if he wasn't dead, I would have loved it to be Rodney Dangerfield because it was it's very much his style. Yeah. And he was literally missing kids these days. No respect. <laughs> and yeah, and, well, I think I think that he probably did channel a little bit of that yeah. in it because where in the comics, the legend is, as we said, he's, he's basically, he's, he's Stan Lee in the world of the boys. He works for Vought Comics. He, he, he wrote all the, all the stories. When they'd get up to shit, he'd write the, the, the safe, kid-friendly version of their adventures and, and what they yeah. actually got up to. And in the show, I like that they've gone for more. The legend is... He's, he's a fixer? Yeah, he's well, he was still... He did what Stillwell used to do and he says that, but but he's kind of... He's almost like this... He's a Hollywood producer guy. Yeah. You know, he worked with all the film stuff. He did all the PR stuff. But the way he's, he, he's all talking about celebrity the whole time, the, he's doing coke, he's got the glasses. He's... um. If you've seen Hell Caesar, he's very much the Josh Brolin character who's going around putting out the fires, doing all the things, trying to get George Clooney from the communists. It, it definitely it's definitely part, it's, part There's of a touch of that going on. Oh, there's definitely there. a touch of that going on, but with the excess with the, of... With the debauchery of the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> and I love the way he just keep na- keeps name-dropping people that he Kelly Kenny LeBrock, little, big L, big B, the rest is little. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about Phoebe Cates and Soldier Boy being in a thing together. And, and he was 67. He, and yeah, she, she was 19. <laughs> and nobody thought that was weird. And what is it then? Oh, and fuck Catherine Zeta-Jones and Michael Douglas. He was like a thousand in Entrapment. <laughs> or when he offers Huey the, the cocaine. No, that's Sean Connery in Entrapment. Oh, shit, sorry, it is. She's married to Michael Douglas. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when he offers Huey the cocaine. And, no, thanks, I'm f- full of <laughs> cocaine. And he just gives him a look like, right, yeah, yeah no. All right, whatever. <laughs> no, I did. I really, really, really enjoyed The Legend. I don't think we'll get... I think that's probably... It'll be one and done. Yeah. But if it is one and done, I'm delighted with what we got. It was, I it was fun. I just felt like in a lot happens in this episode and it was kind of lost. Um. Yeah. I, like, I, I know, like, they got him. They were saying, you know, he was the one who worked with them. He ended up losing a leg. Helping them take down Electroshock. Electroshock, who was a child abuser, yeah. so he also has a line. He he'll fuck somebody and get fucked by Marlon Brando at the same time. Yeah, because that is response to Billy. Hey, what? That's gay now. Fuck you. Yeah. Although <laughs> I got him to cut same. his, I got him to cut his uh, fee for this. So who fucked who then? <laughs> um, when he was when they were explaining it to Huey, in the comic books, Butcher takes Huey to go meet the legend. Yeah quite early on because mm. he's there inside well he's retired from the vault but he he knows all the stories he knows all the yeah. life stories he knows everything knows all the on. history he's the one that can tell them the weaknesses the, the you know how to get to them and I think for him to have been such a pivotal character in the comic book I would have liked to have seen him earlier like earlier either earlier in the season yeah or 
maybe if if he had been the one who who sent them off to Russia. Yeah. If they had been, they they hit a dead end. And if Mallory, because you know he knows Mallory. Yeah. So or, or even just for whatever, but but they after they find out from Mallory. Yeah. They go to the legend to see if he has anything else and the legend is the one who knows that maybe he actually knows that Crimson Countess fucked him over. Yeah, because he has some info and he has has her address, he's got Soldier Boy's suit, presumably a spare. He's got the shield though. Well, I assume it's part of the suit. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna keep the suit. But it's a beat to, like when you see the shield later, it is a beat to shit shield. So. Well, I mean, he said he said he wanted to have it as like a keepsake. So if he's got multiple suits, even if he only has one shield, there's nothing to say that when Soldier Boy got taken back in Nicaragua that they took a shield too. So Vought would have taken a shield yeah. back and, and had it at a Soldier Boy memorial somewhere. Yeah. And the legend just went off and said, oh, I'm going to complete the set. I have the costume. Now I'll go and get the shield. <laughs> and that's why he has both there. Yeah, and then drops the bomb that, you know, he's gone to see Crimson Countess and it's probably not going to be a good reunion. Yeah. They're like, why? And he says, fuck if I know. Yeah, <laughs> I, am, go and find I, out am, I am fucking ask. I know. I know how to keep my head why does why does talent do what they do? Yeah, that's that, why I talent. That, yeah. I like that line, uh, and it just that that I think was what what led me more. In, he that he was more of a kind of like a film producer type guy than the handler that Madeline Stillwell was. Yeah, he refers to them as talent. Yeah, because he refers to them as he's talent. More, he's more of an agent. He was VP of like soup development. Oh, I think or yeah, he was. Like he was exactly what was, Stillwell was. It was he her was, position. Before. And he hates fucking. Edgar and Stillwell. Yeah, I think the impression is that Ed- Edgar and Stillwell edged him out and then Stillwell got his job. Yeah, I think Edgar kind of maybe have fucked him over over the Nicaragua thing. Well, or maybe the... Because if he, if he lost his... Le- if he oh lost- my God, did Edgar conspire to get rid of Soldier Boy because he was bad for their image and to introduce Homelander, whom he had mu- to, who he was able to shape and mould? Mind you, he also fucking... Edgar also fucking hates soup, so... Well, he doesn't. Well, Edgar has grown to hate soups. Yeah. Uh, over the years, I would say he has grown to realize that they're just a bad product. But I wouldn't be surprised if yeah, Edgar was the the one who offered him up to yeah to get rid of him, and we'll try again, and they tried again with Homelander. Yeah. Um, because that timeline wise, that could kind of fit if they started after they got rid of Soldier Boy in eighty four. That would make Homelander what thirty seven, thirty eight, which he does look. Which he could, that age. he could feasibly be. Yeah. Or maybe they already had him slightly in development. You know, they planned to yeah. get rid of Soldier Boy, and they started with this Plan B, and it hasn't worked out any better. That really, that yeah, that could very well be. Yeah. No, I'm just like what? Edgar's but a sneaky little shit. It could have been. But I do like the fact that when they're standing there over Huey's shoulder, there's an old Crimson Countess movie poster, and it's the only one that's kind of very, very clear. Yeah, it is. Really like all the rest, like the out. whole the whole place is full of memorabilia, but that's like the one thing you always you see, and they're very good at doing that. Like you've got the bit in the first season in Subway Station where the big black Moore posters behind Kimiko. Yeah, they're very, very good at doing that. No, yeah, like that, that. I won't say it's front and center, but it is. It's very it obvious. It is a Crimson Countess poster. That, yeah, he's it's like got one of her cream. old movie posters. That yeah, he's got there, and we see she still she still has some pulling power, and she's still got a bit of a fan base. <laughs> that was... that fan base that happens to be called Sir Cumsalab Seven Seven Seven. That bit. Fucking thank you, Seth like, Rogen. It was like only soup fans, I think, or something. It was it was, uh, it was it was soup porn premium, but it was done in the OnlyFans logo, yeah. and it just I love I how love, she's telling them about the, all the chimps and stuff. And well, at least 
she invested in a ring light on a tripod. <laughs> yeah, but she's well, talking. she's at her, she's at her, like her chimp sanctuary that they're trying to build that she's trying to fundraise for. Yeah, she got the what was it? She got the capuchin from um, Outbreak. Yeah, and the other big. Wouldn't that monkey be dead? Didn't Outbreak come out in like nineteen ninety six? Probably, and I like how Seth Rogen's like, oh yeah, I've worked with that monkey. Yeah, which which makes me think, is that supposed to be actual Real in Seth? world Seth, Seth Rogen? Rogen? Yeah. <laughs> I think it is. Uh, yeah, although, although in my heart, he, he, it's the blob from Monsters vs. Uh, Aliens. Dunstan? Dunstan? Dunstan checks in? Is that the name of the... Orangutan? Yeah. I know the orangutan you're on about, and I think that's the other. I think that's the other one she mentioned. Because the only other Dunstan. orangutan I know is Clive, and I'm pretty sure he's dead. Is that the one from the... Right turn Clive, and he punches him? Uh, the, 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 the Clint Eastwood. Yes. Yeah. 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 But Clyde, just, not Clyde. Yeah, I just love how he's like, they're not even chimps, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, whatever. And then he's like, well, whatever look, they'll draw, they need draw. I love our, our chimp chats, but can we get down to it? Yeah, because it's 1950 a minute. Or it's like 18. He's spent nearly 400 books already talking about chimps before he even gets a chance to jack it. I, poor guy. Yeah, no, for the whole thing, I think it's like 19 minutes, 37. It is. It is. I, it's just shy of 400 books total. Yeah, it's shy of 400 books. And that he is jerking it for less than 30 seconds before he blows his load. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, he is. I ha- that, uh, Who heats up anal beads over a candle? Who plays their own, like, shitty music? <laughs> and she only did the, the centre three. What? What? Do you like the chill? Like, also, you were saying it would leave, like, that weird black smoky stuff all yeah, over not gonna, Probably not very hygienic. She didn't even take her fucking boots off. No, it just the, the fact that she plays her own song and to then sexily like, dance to. And then it's like, yeah, that really hits the spot. And then gets awkwardly on the bed and yeah. then gets tackled off the bed <laughs> hilariously. I just love the way it's he's... It's a full-on rugby tackle. Oh, it is. And, <laughs> and Sir Cumslot is, is like concerned and calling in for her to see that she's still there, but still going for it. Oh, God, yeah. And then, yeah, and then shoots his load like just, 30 seconds into jacket it. But Borscht. yeah, no, that, that whole scene was fucking hilarious. And I, I really it. like, because Carl Urban is a Kiwi and they are mad for their fucking rugby. So I really hope that was just like the stunt double and they let him fly and tackle the stunt double. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is, it really is a flying tackle over that bed. Yeah. And then when they chain her up and she's got the duct tape mittens. <laughs> I do love the duct tape mittens. They did it properly this time. I like that. And they didn't give her an energy drink. I, yeah that's true but yeah I like how they have her like the chain chains go down through the floor of the trailer and presumably into the ground yeah. because she's strong yeah she's a superhero it's not just enough that you've got her mittens together yeah. and you have her you can't just handcuff her like whatever way they've done her makeup it looks like she's like overdone the lip injections when Soldier Boy does arrive later on mm. and she's like you haven't aged and he just goes you, you have, have. It's like when Dr. Roxo meets Dory McLean again. Damn, you got cuckoo Oh! Yeah, I grew up. Cuckoo Ooh, you're fat. Well, I'm I'm glad I got to say hi. Yeah, oh, you old. But yeah, she's is she whatever way they've done, particularly her lips, and it looks like she's overdone it on the lip injections. Mm. And she hasn't. I've looked up a shitload of photos of her to see. <laughs> But it does have that whole trying to retain your youth thing. Yeah. You know, and just having him be like, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cold. <laughs> yeah. That's cold. 
But we get a hint of what's to come before that when the boys have her tied up and they're like, yeah, look, we know you're... Your boyfriend's uh, on the way. Your boyfriend's on the way. And she's like, oh, fuck. What? No. No, 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 no. Because no, no, no. they tell her, they're like, oh, yeah, so the boy's boy. alive. And she's, like, and she's like, how did he get out of Russia? Yeah. And they go, oh, hang on. Now. Say what now? And that's when, yeah, she's like, no, you got to let me out of here. This is a joke. Yeah, right? we're this all dead. Joke. We're all dead. But, yeah. When they tell her that she he's alive, her first response is, how did he get out of Russia? So yeah. she knew he wasn't dead. And that makes sense because she's the only one who runs up. She's the one who runs up and says, they take Soldier Boy's dead. They took his body. Yeah, I think we might have said that in the last recorder, certainly off, off air. We so were she is, she's the only one who, who corroborated that version of events because she was supposedly the only one who saw it happen. So now they know that whatever went down she was involved on a much greater level than they realise. So whatever happened in the interim between that conversation and Soldier Boy arriving... That I was just about to ask, do you think they they tried to get more information out of her? Because they walk... You see them walking out and yeah. she's like, guys, guys, guys. You gotta let me the, go. The implication being that they just leave her in there until Soldier Boy shows up. But yeah, you think they'd want to get more information out of yeah. her like that. Well, like, I mean, who were you working with? Who set you up? Was it Stan? We yeah, know he was there. Because Soldier Boy doesn't ask because we see the full conversation that Soldier Boy has with her and he doesn't yeah. ask. Yeah. All he wants to know is how much did they pay her? Yeah. And, and then, then why? The, and then they didn't even pay it. And she's like, they didn't. He's like, what? But for 40 years, he waited. He was like, I loved you and I w- waited for you to come and get me. She got off easy. Uh, I know yeah. she got incinerated, but he has forty years of pent up rage and disappointment, and, and I'm sure and betrayal. Like I'm, I'm sure he loved her in much the same way as Homelander loved Maeve. Yeah, and I don't think Homelander would give Maeve quite a quick death as he gave Crimson Countess. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like she kind of she, she she yeah oh no she didn't no I'm, I'm totally agreeing with you she definitely got considering off considering the conversation that happens prior to that when she's like I didn't love you I hated you we all hated you yeah. which is exactly what Maeve has just after saying to Homelander yeah. so yeah he was proto Homelander and she's proto Maeve. Basically, yeah. And yeah. they did. They said the more or less the exact same thing. Maeve said, I hated you and I pitied you because she knows that's what'll hurt Homelander. And Crimson Candace tells him, I hated you. We, we all, all did. did. Because she knows that'll be what hurts him most because she's just heard all he wanted was to be rescued and to not be alone. Yeah. So no, actually you were alone the whole time even when we were around you because yeah. we fucking hated you. We thought you were a prick and in fairness he doesn't do himself any favours because he wasn't absolute gobshite. You get that, like when you get when Mallory's. I know when it's Mallory telling the story, by virtue oh, of yeah. it being Mallory telling the story, it's going to be coloured by her perspective. But from the way the rest of them, like with the way Crimson Countess was talking about him and the way um, Gunpowder spoke about him, yeah. The, uh, Mallory's retelling was fairly accurate. And we can even see earlier before, before he explodes in New York he, as he's walking around. He doesn't look too happy about the gay couple strolling yeah. down the street and giving each other a kiss. And it's it's not an immediate, like, super angry. You could maybe view it as, oh, he's just surprised at how liberal things are nowadays. But no, he, he's probably pissed off. He's probably it just as much it of a homophobe uh, as like, a misogynist. It, it wasn't a kind of looking at, oh, okay. It was a looking at, ooh, okay. Uh, yeah, it was. A, it was. It was a ooh. This is where we are nowadays. It wasn't a. It wasn't a. It was a ooh. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, and and the way he's so quick to say to her, you know, to insult her appearance. Yeah, 
I mean, obviously, he knows, he's that. going there knowing she's betrayed him, but he's still quite happy to yeah, get but that's like the way he a superficial like, jab. The first thing he says to Mallory is, I didn't know they made caseworkers as pretty as you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, so we've, we, we've seen he's an asshole. Oh, he's, yeah. And even when, when he shows up outside the, the trailer, the first thing he says to Butcher is, hey, you're that asshole from Russia. Yeah. <laughs> no, why did you let me in? Anything like at that. Some point, at some point, he had a shower and a shave. Uh, yeah, between gonna, uh, presumably when he got the suit and they before gave, the lines of coke, I'm gonna guess, or maybe uh, after the lines of coke, and and then was handed some talc and was like, "You're gonna need this to get into that suit." Wouldn't want to confuse the two. No, I don't think talc can do much. Well, it's got yeah, but you don't want to rub cocaine all over your body to try and squeeze into a suit. If you had a, a baby powder thing full of coke, <laughs> I don't think you're worried too much about it. Are you telling me you don't think that the legend has a, a, a talcum powder dispenser think, full of cocaine? I think the legend has a fucking Scarface-esque pile of it in a room somewhere. <laughs> Probably, yeah. That he rolls in frequently. Yeah. But he rubs it into the stump. <laughs> before before we get back to, to all his debauchery, while all the stuff is going down with Crimson Countess and Soldier Boy. Annie shows Annie up. Annie has shown up. Because well, she M- shows up before. Yeah, well, M.M. Mm called her because M.M. is sensible. And yeah, he's M-M like, we could use backup. And we're going to use... should have done. Yeah, he's like, we're going to use backup, which is a person who actually knows how to utilise their powers, has super strength, has a useful fucking power. Yeah. We know she's pretty fucking strong. But I think it's also as much to make the point of, well, you guys were saying, oh, we need to take the V because we need to have the powers to level the playing field. And he's like, but we already have a soup on our side. Yeah. And I like how he also says to Huey, oh, I told her what we were doing here. That's all. As yeah. in, said, I didn't tell her you're on V. You should fucking do that yourself. Yeah. You're a big boy. And they start to have a bit of an argument and Butcher's like, ah, here, take your fucking domestic somewhere else, will you? Yeah, well, they took it like four miles away. <laughs> yeah, they are miles away when like, that explosion happens. Like, he's like, oh, happens. let's go over here and chat. And you think maybe they walk to the other, you know, away from the trailer? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like maybe not, the, like, 100 metres or so. Kind down of. into this park in construction that's like Spookyville. Yeah, they are fucking miles away when that happens, when the explosion goes down. And she's like, oh my God, you're on V again. I like the way the fact that he just shows her. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> well, it's because he starts, oh, why did you come? It's dangerous. And she's like, yeah, if it's dangerous for me, it's even more dangerous for you. And yeah. he's like, well, maybe not as dangerous because, yeah, I'm on the V again. Yeah. Um, I, I know. He's like, I know I said I wouldn't do it. And yeah, number one, uh, that, yeah. No, I, I wouldn't do it. It's the last time, I swear. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. that's... Yeah, give him about two weeks. He's going to be stealing his Maz wallet. No, he can't steal his Maz wallet. She left him. Um, <laughs> He'll be stealing his dad's wallet. And silverware to pawn. Yeah, no, it, it is definitely, it is that drug addict. I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. <laughs> and he's like, why do you, why, just why do you keep doing this? And well, why when, won't you see it? And he's like, but I want to save you. When Butcher is showing M.M. the V in the boot of the car, uh, Huey is visibly jonesing. Like he starts oh, getting pretty much. Yeah. He starts getting all twitchy and shit behind him. Like he is tweaking like a motherfucker at the side of that. Yeah, and even when he's when he's talking about it with Annie, it's all jittery and like, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah, and and when he's talking about not being on it, it's all, oh no, I'm shitty, Huey. And he's king of the world. Tries to say, oh, but I want to save you, and it's like she doesn't want to be saved. She just needs you to be there and be normal. Then I I like how she. What happens when girls get it done? Because girls really do get it done. Yep. 
you're not letting girls get it done. But yeah, he. I like how earlier on in the episode he says to Butcher, "You've got me." And when Annie says, "I need you," he's not there. Yeah. And I think I don't. I don't know if they'll be able to get past this. No, it's going to take a lot. He's. I don't know if he deserves her anymore. No, he really doesn't. He's just been a gobshite the whole way through. Like, uh, in... he lied to her for the entirety of the like the first year. Well, I was. I, we were really happy in season one about how they dealt with it. They they had their things hidden from each other. It all came out in the open, and they kind of tried to move forward. And we were like, "Yeah, this could be cool. They could have a good Huey Annie yeah. Alice relationship." And then he fucked it all up in season two. Tried to get it a little bit better, and now he's fucking it all up again. Yeah, he does. He kind of does he that has in the a comics good, a bit as well. He has a good thing going on, and he can't see it. He's at least he hasn't cheated on her. No, I, I don't think he'll go that far. No, but, <laughs> but but he may as well be. Well, yeah, because he's he's not lying to her, but he's lying to her by omission by not telling her things. Like he's doing, he thinks that by telling her after the fact that that makes it okay. Yeah, instead of what they did during you know in the past, which was work together to do it all. Yeah, and yeah, no, that's 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 not the way to go about like, it. Like I know, really. I know the whole theory is that it's better to ask, beg forgiveness, and ask, or ask for forgiveness and beg permission. But that's in terms of like taking initiative, not yeah. ruining your relationship. Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of what he appears to be doing, and <laughs> and Butcher's not doing any better because he he if we thought he had crossed or hadn't crossed the line with MM already, surely he has now because he roofies the fucking guy. Yeah, I honestly when that when MM started feeling all weird and I was like, no, did he put V in the water? Is he that much of an asshole no, that I, he would actually? Well, like obviously he's that much of an asshole that he's going to drug the guy. It just wasn't the drug I thought it was going to be. And then he's like, this is for your own safety. And then leaves him lying in front of the door of the trailer. Which has an explosion that we can see from approximately 50 miles away where Huey and Annie are. Yeah, but how do you know that that fucking soldier boy isn't going to be like, what the fuck, snap your neck. He's unconscious on the ground. You could have at least hidden him. Yeah, no, I think I think when he says it's for your own safety, it's in the sense of if you're conscious when There's soldier very, boy very shows up. convenient and you... bush next door. Like, Oh yeah, you should totally move him. Yeah. Have, <laughs> but... you, have you never played a video game in your life? You hide the bodies. <laughs> no, but I think he means it more in the sense of if you're conscious when soldier boy shows up, you're going to do something that, that will probably get yeah, you killed. Yeah, you don't know. And you definitely can't be conscious for me making a deal with soldier boy. No. Which... No, you cannot. So he does, yeah. Which He's he like, we done. call it a team up. Yeah, and when Annie comes back and realises that Butcher has roofied MM and is absolutely appalled and looks at Huey and Huey just kind of looks like he knew this was the plan all along, which is even fucking worse. And then the bit that you copped straight away when Soldier Boy comes out and Annie's powering up the eyes, getting ready to attack. I was literally thinking to myself, oh, it's so like fucking Butcher to to not say, to not say, oh, hang on. Uh, he's on our side or not he's on our side but you know what I mean for them to say hang on don't attack just yet and then he steps in front between but yeah it's Huey it's Huey and it looks like him like the coat the collar the whole demeanour and yeah you're I think you're, you're supposed to think it's Butcher who's done it but it's 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 Huey yeah you realise no actually not only has Butcher done that thing but Huey has done that thing he's not even bothered to say to Annie Oh, Annie, don't attack him. He just steps between them like and the then turns around and says, Soldier it's Boy okay. wasn't even arsed with Annie. She's powering up and he could see it and he was just like, mm, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, all that's left is for Yui to be a bastard one more time and walk off with Butcher and Soldier Boy instead of Annie when she basically it, pleads with him. Yeah. Don't yeah. leave me. And he leaves her. 
Yeah, well, he's going. He's on the route to the Butcherville. Like, the shirt is getting a bit more there. The coat's getting there. He's got a bit of scruff. He's got the same single-mindedness that we've given out about Butcher having before. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a real chip going on at the minute, which is driven by the fact that what he thought was right. Like, he could kind of lord that over Butcher, that... He was on the right side of the law. They were making changes. Yeah. They were doing shit. He was the one giving the orders. And then, you know, he finds out Newman's a soup and everything that he thought he was doing. They were getting, re- like, they were doing good. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, okay, they may not have been able to get some of the really big ones, but mm. they were still getting a lot of them. They were, And yeah. they were doing it with Vaught. Like, I know that they were doing it with Vaught, like, um... Yeah. But yeah, they've affected real change and real world change. And just because Newman might go around and pop one or two heads at the behest of Edgar. Well, it's a bit more than that yeah. as she's doing. But yeah, he's, Congress. he's he's forgotten that he went off to stand on his own two feet. Not to go off and become super powerful and be any savior. Yeah. And well, like, he was he, standing on his own two feet. Yeah. And he became the rock star of the office. That's, I think, what he's really upset about losing is losing his big fancy job and his, you know, what what he thought he had. And his perceived respect. Whereas what he still has is the love of a good woman, for starters. He still has his job, for fuck's sake. It's not like he got fired. He just <laughs> yeah. hasn't gone, he's just been calling in sick. Yeah. He can talk as much as he wants about, oh, the V makes me powerful and great and this and that and the other. He's still running from Vic, though. Oh, God, yeah, he just want to see you her. Know, he's still he running from her. He can't fucking, yeah, he can't lie to her. But I'm going to call it there because we've been recording for a hell of a long time. Yeah. So, uh, anything, anything you would like to add lastly before we wrap up? Yeah, no, I think we've basically covered everything at this point. I yeah. If there's anything else that we missed, I'd be amazed. <laughs> yeah. There is there was a couple of bits that I wanted to say about Soldier Boy, but I'll just hold on to them for the next episode. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I will <laughs> say is that if they do a season two of Diabolical and I don't get... What happened to Jamie upon leaving that facility? I will be very upset. Yeah. I want the adventures of a super hamster. It'd be nice if we get a diabolical season two. But in the meantime, guys, we will be back next week to cover season three, episode six, which is going to be Herogasm. Which, <laughs> yeah, it's probably going to be fucking insane. I don't know how, how, or how. That's probably going to end up being like, we'll be recording for like eight hours after that just yeah, to talk about it everything. Might, that's it might actually end up being a two parter just for like, Easter eggs and shit. Yeah. But yeah, so no, we'll be back next week to talk Herogasm. And in the meantime, if you want, you can check out all our previous episodes on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple. We're now on Amazon Music and Audible as well. And if you want, you can check out our sister podcast, Monorants at the Movies, where we cover some of our favourite cult and lesser known films. Yes. And if you want to come and chat with us, you can find us on Twitter at Rants Mono. You can find us on Instagram at MonoRants underscore the underscore boys. Or you can send your own rants to MonoRantsPodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us, guys, and we'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. We are Science Fiction Remnant. This is the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. We are the Caribbean Science Fiction Network. We are MonoRants. We are One Chord Level 2 Podcast. This is Sci-Fi.